Hi, I'm Kelly Evans, host of CNBC's The Exchange. And here's what's on my mind. Volvo went public again. Not many people know this, and not many seem to care. How different the landscape is now than 15 or 20 years ago, when Volvo was a leading U.S. car brand with such a devoted fan base that people would fly to Sweden to pick up their car at the delivery center. Volvo defined people's identity, and they intended to drive the cars pretty much forever. There's a reason why Jonathan Franzen featured the Volvo and its satisfying Swedish click in the opening pages of his 2010 novel Freedom, describing the key cultural marks of the 1980s and 90s. But Volvo's U.S. sales peaked in 2004 at just shy of 140,000. By 2015, five years after the brand was sold to China's Geely by then-owner Ford, that figure had dropped to under 60,000. While sales have rebounded since, the company has never reclaimed its former status. And now, in a year marked by exciting IPOs like Coinbase, Robinhood, Affirm, and Warby Parker, Volvo's Friday offering just priced lower than expected at over $6 a share or around an $18 billion valuation. In trading, it gained up to about 20% higher than that. What's fascinating about this is that Volvo was leaning into its EV plans and hoped to earn a valuation closer to $25 billion and tap into the excitement that just made Tesla a trillion-dollar company this week. The IPO, wrote Stephen Wilmot of The Wall Street Journal, is a must-watch test case to see how the market values a small but fast-evolving car maker. Volvo was earlier than most to embrace the shift to EVs, he says, and its plans are still among the most forward-thinking in the industry. For instance, Volvo is selling its latest EV, the C40 Recharge, only through its website, Tesla Style, rather than through dealerships. It has hived off gas engine plants into a separate minority-owned business, Wilmot writes, and redrawn contracts with dealers to secure a direct relationship with consumers. And then there's Polestar, the flashy EV brand that Volvo owns around half of, which is reportedly going public via SPAC early next year. That alone means Volvo will sit on a roughly $10 billion asset on its balance sheet. All of this and investors are unimpressed. Perhaps it's simply the Chinese ownership that continues to cast a shadow over the stock. Or perhaps the market is sending a warning that in the automotive future, smaller players won't stand much of a chance. Volvo's profitability already trailed the industry with around a 7% operating margin, compared with almost 13% for Mercedes. And Tesla is up at 14.6%, even as its average selling price dropped 6% last quarter on strong demand for the lower price Model 3. To quote Morgan Stanley's Adam Jonas, who raised his price target on Tesla this week to $1,200, Tesla is the most profitable mass market car company in the world right now. We expect the company will invest this margin into product capability and price. In other words, the more profitable you are, the more you can lower car prices relative to others and bring on more gigafactories to sell even more cars at scale. So how is Volvo supposed to compete with that? The issue with EVs right now is not so much demand as successful production at scale. It's why Polestars have already been recalled twice, GM's Chevy Bolt has had major battery issues, and Hyundai just reportedly had to cough up around $11,000 per car to recall and fix 82,000 faulty EVs. Even Elon Musk himself this week, after Hertz's order for 100,000 Teslas sent its shares soaring, tweeted, quote, strange that moved valuation, as Tesla is very much a production ramp problem, not a demand problem. And indeed, Tesla has been remarkably successful at ramping up deliveries amid a historic supply chain crunch. Its ambitions are much larger, though. Quote, with our giant casting machines, we are literally trying to make full-size cars in the same way that toy cars are made, Musk tweeted earlier this year. Tesla's Gigapress, which aims to do this, is the largest casting machine in the world, according to Jonas. It's the size of a small house and needs to be transported by 24 flatbed trucks. 
and it's expected to decrease parts by 370, reduce mass by 10%, and potentially increase range by 14%, Tesla has said. All of this is part of an effort to get parts per car down from something like 10,000 in traditional cars to perhaps just 100 or less in EVs, notes Jonas. Tesla already wants to do away with side view mirrors, for instance, replacing them with inside cameras, but authorities aren't there yet. Meanwhile, also yesterday, Panasonic showed off for the first time its larger next-generation 4680 batteries that analysts hope could give future Teslas 400-plus miles of range. So again, how is Volvo supposed to compete with this? We all assume the car industry will be as fragmented in the future as it has been in the past. But what if it's more like the mobile phone industry, also a battery and technology field, with just a handful of major players? Well, Volvo's IPO on Friday may not be that buzzy, but it very much is a tell about the future of the auto industry. Thanks for listening and be sure to follow our Exchange podcast and catch the show live weekdays at 1 p.m. Eastern only on CNBC. See you then.